My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Hey, good morning again, I guess. And welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. On this, the second day of November, some of you were with me when I was trying to uh, get online on the normal time, but I was down in the terminal waiting and waiting and waiting. So I'm going to give everybody a couple minutes so some people might hop in. I haven't promoted this at all. So I saw that Mike's here. Mike, thank you, my friend, for popping back on. Uh, no idea if anybody else is going to show. Uh, but in, if somebody watches it on the rerun, here's uh, what's happened. Uh, we had to go off part of the whole customs process since we're in Miami today. Uh, and in Miami, unexpectedly, we left the country. We came back to Miami. We have to go through customs, which means that some people were doing excursions. They got off the ship first and got through customs and went on with their excursions. Then they have to clear the entire ship, which means everybody else. And we had no idea how many people would be gone from excursions or how many stayed on board. Well, it turned out to be about uh, 3,000. We're planning on staying on board today because, you know, we found out we're coming to Miami at the last minute to start with. So at any rate, we are... Uh, waiting to get off the ship, and finally we got off. You know, we're going through the the facial recognition thing takes two seconds, but then you have to completely leave the building and go down about a half a block and come back in the building, just like you're checking in and going through security and all that business. It was a royal pain. And then you, everybody was in the big cluster, you know what room, waiting because people tried not to do this. They were hiding in their rooms or hiding someplace on the ship. And it got down to 10 people. And the last 10 people, I'm pretty sure they found those people and those people were escorted off the ship here in Miami. Done. They're not getting back on. So, because they held up 3,000 people sitting there for, uh, we sat for over an hour. I mean, I was supposed to be back on the ship 
at 10.30. It's 11.43. I've been on the ship about five or six minutes because I came was able to come straight up to my room, turned a computer on, and set up a real quick stream. That might have taken two or three minutes. Uh, Mike was already uh, in the in the room before I was even ready to go live. So I mean, I, once I you know set the stream up. So anyway, that's what happened. So if you listen to the first little glitch, I'll try to figure out some way of putting the two together for the podcast. But other than that, I'm just going to pretend it's eleven o'clock, folks, and we're starting the show off. And if anybody comes in, that's great. If they don't, that's great. Uh, but anyway, that's where we are. All right. The headlines today on this November the 2nd, Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. Carnival ship delayed after a soot incident. Anthem of the Seas changes its only port of call. Virgin Voyages biofuel trial. Norwegian Agua, that's the next Norwegian ship. And contrary to reports that were online this morning, it's going to home port in Port Canaveral. It's not home port in New York. I'm not sure where that story got started, but it's home port in Port Canaveral. We do have a little weather update, and we'll probably come up with a lot more stuff here at 11 o'clock this morning. As you can tell, I'm doing this from my room. I have no idea if the signal's good, bad, or indifferent from the room. I haven't done anything from the room this entire cruise. But I couldn't see going back and trying to get on the elevator to go anywhere uh, for the next hour and a half or two hours with 3,000 people coming back on the ship. That's going to be just like on embarkation day when, you know, you have to wait for everything. So I came straight to the room. Thankfully, you know, because I'm, Disabled, I was able to get, you know, on board relatively quickly. Uh, and I got straight up here, and that's why I'm doing it from the room. I'm uh, just looking over my shoulder. I could have at least closed the bathroom door. Oh, well, you guys know it's my room. <laughs> now, look at the size of this room. This is a nice, huge room. Uh, so, I mean, I got plenty of room to turn the chair around. Uh, of course, it's a good-sized bed, a bigger bed than I need. Uh, I can actually ride into the to the bathroom and the shower. Uh, I can turn around, turn a chair around, do a 360 in the bathroom, which, which is amazing. Uh, all right, today, folks, is National Deviled Egg Day. Uh, it's, you know, that started off the very first Thanksgiving that I remember. I like the deviled eggs better than I like the turkey and the dressing and the cranberry sauce and anything else we have. You know, I always like deviled eggs. Deviled eggs at picnic, deviled eggs at holidays. I wish we did deviled eggs all the time. And every now and then you'll catch catch one of the specialty restaurants on a cruise ship that has a deviled egg appetizer. Well, I'll jump all over that when I'm there. If you're listening by the podcast, good luck today, <laughs> you know, and obviously my schedule's off today. I will get it posted on the podcast networks uh, as quickly as I can after I do this. Uh, but anyway, you can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net or wherever you get your podcast from. 
Just search for travel and cruise industry news and voila, up pops the fat travel guy. Uh, if you're listening to via the podcast and you ever want to jump over to on the video feed to look at pictures or clips or interviews that I might be doing on that day show, there's always a description uh, in the, uh, I mean, I've, a link in the description of the podcast. There we go. To access the video feed. Boy, you can tell I'm all flustered this morning. Uh, So you just click on it and you'll go over to the video feed. That's how you do it. I'm sitting here looking. I think also this camera is just a little bit cockeyed. I don't know if that's any better or not. But anyway, who knows? Oh, I see what it is. Uh, It's all funky. There we go. All right. Sorry about that. That was gonna, my neck was going to get hurt, get sore. Uh, so anyway, let's see. Where was I? Oh, yeah, the podcast, folks. Um, if you haven't and you want to, I don't know why you would, smash that thumbs up button for me. I'd appreciate that. And, folks, normally, I mean, I screw things up pretty regularly, but normally not this bad. So. If you'd like to consider subscribing to this silliness, please feel free to do so. Hit that little subscribe button. The bell notification tells you when I go live or a new video is up. All right. The first thing we got to do is knock a little weather out today. Uh, We're heading toward the days when we won't have to do that, but there's still a little bit out there. So in the Atlantic, And keep in mind that this uh, system is one of the reasons that I'm not in the Bahamas today as I was supposed to be. And one of the reasons I had to go through all that silliness this morning, um, it's a trough of low pressure producing limited shower and thunderstorm activity while moving westward over the central Caribbean Sea. Environmental conditions could become a little more conducive for some development of this disturbance over the next day or so uh, before it moves inland over Central America by this weekend. Regardless of the development, the system has the potential to produce heavy rains over portions of Central America late this week and into the weekend. You got about a 20% chance of formation over the next 48 hours. And further formation over the next seven days is up to about 30%. All right. Now, keep in mind that that wasn't the only system. You had the Clipper storm where a bunch of you guys got cold weather and storms. You had a big low pressure off the coast of Carolinas. And the three just kind of collided and produced this humongous wind event in the Bahamas. Uh, as a matter of fact, not only was it a wind event, when we went to Ocean Key yesterday morning, we were supposed to be there till 2 o'clock with the change schedule. Um, and he tried to dock at Ocean Key and just got the ship right out of there because it was already blowing way more than he was felt safe doing it. The other thing to keep in mind with why they do this under wind conditions, folks, is is the passengers, once they get off the ships, they've got a lot of of, of pier to walk over 
it's open air. I mean, you know, it's just a lot of wind. You could easily get gusts that could throw people sideways. They're worried about people going off the pier into the water. I mean, you know, it's just not, you know, it's not a protected area. Miami's a much more protected area. So <clears throat> that's why we're kind of hiding in Miami today as opposed to other places. All right, now out in the Pacific, we're still looking at Pilar. However, it is moving away from the coast. Uh, it's currently about 315 miles southeast of Sol- Salina Cruz, Mexico, carrying about 45-mile-an-hour winds. It's moving to the west at 12. Pressure has gone up, actually, to 1,002 millibars. Some additional weakening is possible during the next couple of days. However, it's still producing up to four additional inches of rain and life-threatening surf and rip current conditions along the coast of El Salvador and Guatemala. Out in the Central East Pacific, and this thing has moved more in the direction of land than I thought it was going to, uh, shower and thunderstorm activity has increased in association with an area of low pressure located several hundred miles to the south-southwest of the southern tip of the Baja California Peninsula. Some additional development of the system is possible uh, today while it moves slowly northwestward over the central portion of the eastern Pacific Basin. By Friday, upper-level winds are expected to become increasingly unfavorable for further development. So they're rating it at 20% over the next 48 hours and 20% for the next seven days. So uh, while it's moving in a, a little more of a of a direction to bother the folks ashore, in all probability, it's not. And Pilar is acting just like it's supposed to. She's moving away from shore, but the backside of it is still producing Lots of rain, so you still got mudslide possibilities and flooding possibilities behind Pilar. All right, I'll be back with uh, the other news stories for today after a quick break from one of our work sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. And the top story today, folks, is just awful. Um... And it's a black eye in more ways than one on the cruise industry. And it's just going to give those people that constantly complain about the cruise industry something else to, you know, what about. It starts with a B and ends with a CH that I'm not supposed to say. 
but there's going to be people running their mouths about this one, I promise you. Carnival Magic was delayed, leaving Grand Turk on Wednesday after the ship accidentally discharged soot into the water as the vessel prepared to leave the dock. Soon after the incident, crew members, line handlers, and local authorities could be seen assessing the discharge from various points of view. Carnival officials said the Carnival Magic team is working on the cleanup of the discharge from the ship's exhaust gas control systems that occurred while preparing for departure today from Grand Turk. A momentary power outage likely contributed to the incident. Uh, That sounds a little funky, uh, but uh, okay. I'm not sure I believe that one. That's that's to me, this sounds like spin. Uh, and cruise ship engines, combustion process generate exhaust gases that contain harmful components like sulfur oxides, nitro- nitrogen oxide, as well as particulate matter. Scrubbers or exhaust gas cleaning systems are used to remove those harsh, harmful components and particulate matter from the exhaust gases which makes the exhaust burn cleaner. The statement went on to say the ship's departure has been delayed while we complete the cleanup and all appropriate authorities have been informed. We take our environmental responsibility very seriously and we will complete the proper cleanup and address any technical issues with the ship's EGCS equipment. Carnival Magic's itinerary will not be affected. So they got it cleaned up. Um, I hope before it all sunk to the bottom of the of the ocean there. You know, I, I realize accidents can happen, folks. In the cruise industry, after years of being just a massive polluter, And yeah, folks, I've been sailing for years and was part of that polluting system uh, and still love to cruise. I love the strides the industry has taken to clean up its game. I don't care if it's LNG, if it's nuclear, if it's any number of other biofuel combinations. They're seriously looking at Uh, 2050 being completely emission-free. So I like the strides that they're taking. I like the direction we're going. We've got ships out there now that are putting out a whole lot less emissions than any of the ships have been before it. That's a good sign. But then you get this kind of black eye. It was the same kind of black eye the industry got the first part of the pandemic. It was it just. There's those out there that are going to want to make the most out of it to make the cruise industry look bad. And I seriously hope that this is a very rare incident. Because. That's awful. That picture is awful. So I'm glad they, you know, they stuck with it and cleaned it up. I'm 
I'll be interested to see the follow-up reports as to how successful that cleanup operation was. All right, the next story today, folks, has to deal with Anthem of the Seas. Anthem of the Seas, uh, the, the guests were notified that the only port of call that was scheduled on the cruise was canceled. Due to poor weather conditions, the ship will be unable to visit Coco Key as planned. And instead is heading for Freeport as an alternative destination in the Bahamas. While the weather will be similar at both Freeport and Coco Cay, the difference is in the docking facilities, just like I was mentioning earlier. At the Freeport cruise terminal, the harbor is somewhat protected and therefore strong winds are blunted and it is safer for guests to get on and off the ship. In contrast, the pier at Coco Cay is open and exposed And while this makes for great photos of the island and easy access for ships, the pier can be subject to very rough waves that make it unsafe to walk across. Similarly, winds pushing on the dock ship cause movement that may make it necessary to close the gangways at times, even if the ship is docked. And even if somebody is trying to get back on the ship and all of a sudden they got the shut down the gangway and leave people standing there on the dock in bad weather. A lot of those things go into making the decisions like MSC did for us in um, Ocean Key and Nassau. And just like uh, Anthem of the Seas did on Coco Key. Coco Key. Royal Caribbean still pronounces it wrong. All right. Virgin Voyages, speaking in the same general area, Virgin Voyages, Richard Bronson's innovative travel brand, announced the successful completion of its inaugural trial with sustainable marine fuel. The trial is a significant milestone in Virgin Voyages' sustainability program, driven by its missions to create an epic sea change for all and its unwavering commitment to achieving net zero carbon emissions by 2050. Virgin Voyages is among the pioneering companies in the industry that have committed to testing sustainable marine fuels, including those derived from waste-based biofuels. The trial took place on the Valent Lady, based in Barcelona. The ship bunkered the sustainable fuel on September 24th and conducted testing and usage of the fuel until October 16th. Throughout the trial, the team meticulously examined the fuel's performance during bunkering, storage, and burning, ensuring that it met both laboratory requirements and operational expectations. The fuel used in the trial was a blend of 20% used cooking oil, which met the global ISCC certification, and 80% conventional heavy fuel oil. This deliberate choice is due to heavy fuel oil being the primarily fuel consumed by maritime vessels. All right. Congratulations to uh, to Virgin and joining in with the other cruise lines are doing much the same research. Good for them. 
All right. This is one that was rumors were flying around that it was going to be home based in New York. But I sure haven't been able to find anything on New York. Norwegian Cruise Line unveiled the evolution of the Prima class with the all-new Norwegian Aqua, the first of the expanded Prima Plus class, setting sail in April of 2025. Starting today, guests can book Norwegian Aqua's first voyages to the Caribbean with seven days itineraries, departing from Port Canaveral, Florida, where it'll home port. I am sure that Hot Air Tom has been on the phone all morning trying to book the Norwegian Aqua. <laughs> and no, he probably hasn't. Oh, let's see. I did have a couple pictures to share. I didn't have a chance to do a lot of research on this. This came from Carrie Leslie on the Côte d'Azur, France. And uh, this was my friend uh, Sue and Barry. They were over Chivitavecchia in Italy. And so I need to sell with them again. I haven't sailed with them since September a year ago. It's been over a year since I sailed with Sue and Barry. Got to put that on the agenda. All right, folks, that's going to end the news portion of today's show. Let's see who did make it back into the chat room and is fussing at me for something. Of course, we know Mike was here. See, Gretchen came back. Nice cabin, she says. Thank you. Hey, Dennis, you've made it back, too. Good. Thank you. Katie, too. That was fast, I guess, once they started to move pretty quickly. When I got off the the uh, live stream that I was doing down there, the one guy had rolled past me in a, in a, uh, a chair, and I just fell in line with the people that were getting pushed by the wheelchair pushers and a couple of us in power chairs and just just merged right in and they took me right on into the elevator and went upstairs on the elevator and had to go down the little ramp thingy to get on the back and forth things. So I was probably one of the first uh, 30, 40 people back on the ship. So, yeah, then I came straight upstairs. I didn't have to wait for the elevator to get upstairs. You know, I just pushed the button. It was there. I got on, pushed 11, came up here, and I'm just right around the corner from the elevator. So, yeah, I was probably here and on the air within six or seven minutes of, uh, maybe 10 minutes of when I actually got off the air down there. So, anyway, uh, at least I got the show in. <laughs> it was a screwed up morning. Uh, let's see. Dennis says, moan. <laughs> Royal Caribbean is solely responsible for the confusion with the proper pronunciation of key and K. I totally agree. I think it was some jackass publicity guy that says we're going to call it Coco K just to be different or didn't know the difference probably. Well, there's Blaine. Howdy, Blaine. How you doing? I have a question for you, Blaine. 
when you were down in uh, Tennessee there and did all of the uh, music stuff, are you a performer or were you just there? I, I just sensed that you might be part of a group uh, that performs. So I was curious about that one. Moan instead of the B word. Ah, yes, I understand. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, I agree. But you know, Dennis, I sometimes just uh, my, uh, my tongue gets over my eye teeth and I can't see what I'm saying. So there's Steve back in Kentucky. All right, guys, I am not going to do a whole lot today. Uh, I may try to get out and film a little. I probably need to go get some food. Because uh, I ate breakfast at like six o'clock this morning. Uh, Blaine says, I'm not. I know many groups. I was there as media. Ah, sweet. I enjoyed your, I enjoyed following you there. And that's why I was thinking maybe that you were a performative person. Yeah. I like that area. I like that music as well. So uh, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the, your coverage. But I didn't realize that that's that's what it was. All right, that cleared that up. Um, so anyway, folks, you know, technically I'm supposed to be in Nassau right now, which I was looking forward to, uh, only because I haven't been there since they opened the new pier portion of, uh, you know, the land portion, and I really wanted to see that. Uh, so I may get out and do some filming today. The foot is much better. I have no pain at all. None. Uh, I can get a shoe on now. I do go back to see the the medical folks here tomorrow and get it redressed, which I'm hoping they'll just take it off and leave it off, uh, which is what I'm going to do when I get home if if they don't. Uh, so, I mean, it's going to take forever for that, you know, large toenail to grow back. Um. But I may get out and try to do some filming. I'm still, I'm so far behind on my work that I could do some of that too. But we'll see. I'll play it by ear. Uh, so far, so good. Well, I'm glad I got the show in. I'll get it, get it uh, produced here and get the podcast up for the podcast networks. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow on a C day. We got two C days on our way back to Brooklyn, and I still haven't figured out how I'm going to get to JFK without spending a hundred and thirty dollars on cap fare. But I'm working on it. So take vitamin D for nail growth. Okay, yeah, I I knew that back in the pea brain from someplace. Thank you, Dennis. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap it up here, start getting everything processed. and By then, maybe the elevators will clear it out from this total cluster, you know what, this morning. And uh, get on with the last couple of days of this cruise. So that's going to wrap me up for today. Thanks for being here both times. Thanks for joining me early down in the terminal as I was sitting there twiddling my thumbs. And then popping back in when I got the show actually going today. 
I just, I love all you guys. And I appreciate all of y'all being here. So thanks a bunch. I'll see everybody same time, same channel tomorrow. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. Y'all have a fantastic day, everybody. See ya tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.